This is an ABC podcast. This podcast contains offensive language and other cool stuff. The following work is a gross abuse of copyright. Names, places and events have been unchanged. I've done this with the firm belief that a king's story is more important than the literary regulations I flaunt. Todd Todd Noy, Sao Paulo, 1991. This is Finding Drago. I'm Alexi Toliopoulos, and in the previous round of Finding Drago, we began combing over every last word of Todd Noy's intriguing bio in the About the Author section of Drago on Mountains We Stand. Every online search led us absolutely nowhere. So we took our search offline into the real world. And I spoke to Tracy Holmes, a legit sports journalist who by all means should have been a contemporary colleague of noise during his years covering sport in Perth. But surprisingly, she'd never even frickin' heard of the guy. And now we must retreat back to our strongest piece of evidence, the physical book. This book exists. Now we must find the other books described in Noy's biography. And now we must find the other members of the Noy dynasty. Marlon and Quince. Mm-hmm. Are you nervous? Cameron, James, I'm so nervous. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I feel weird. Don't freak out. Just calm down. Yeah, okay. Keep yourself steady. Keep your breathing in check. <laughs> That's too intense. Okay. You okay, need to okay. calm down the breathing. I just feel weird. I feel like I'm literally about to make a prank call. I've never, I never did a prank call in high school. And I feel like I should have done it to prepare. This isn't a prank call. This is okay. you finding Noi. Now, we found our first Noi in the phone book. Yep. It's a T-Noi. Yeah. Are you ready to dial? All right. Yes. All right. Steady yourself. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. How do we even get here, Cam? I went to the State Library of New South Wales. Wow, you actually went on a field trip. I went on a field trip. I left the studio. I left the office. I wore an undercover wire. (laughs) (laughs) I wiretapped myself to go in. I wore a hidden microphone to go in and explore what was going on in there, if they had any information about Todd Noy. Back up one second. Okay. (laughs) I'm backed up. You wore a wire? Yes. I wore a lapel mic. I pulled the lapel part that clips onto your outside of your clothes off. I stuck it with masking tape to my chest hair. (laughs) It didn't make it all the way to the chest. It was trapped within the hair. It was a very painful experience, but I believe it will be worth it for what I'm about to show you. All right. Show me what you got. Hey, how's it going? Uh, So I've got this book from home and it's been written by an Australian author. I'm trying to find his other books as well, but I haven't had any luck finding them. Hi, Alexi. It's... Bryce here, your producer. What? Hey. Why did you wear a wire? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, Bryce. Why did we you... don't have permission to <laughs> use, <laughs> to use this poor woman's. I don't know. I'm ashamed of myself. 
Where did you even get it? I borrowed it from a friend. <laughs> There's plenty of sound equipment I could have loaned Bryce, you from. I the- was going undercover. I don't want anyone to find out what I'm doing. I don't- I, this was an undercover job. Have you never seen a heist movie before? That's what it felt like in there. I was running around like Ocean's Eleven style, making sure no security. There's like 20 security guards in there. This is an <laughs> undercover sting operation. Sure, but we do have policies about not, not covertly recording Are people. Are we not allowed to play that footage? Let me make some calls and see. <laughs> Honestly, Bryce, the Chaser Boys were never treated this way. The Chaser Boys were allowed to get away with lots of crazy antics. I wore a wire once to a library Why and I was quiet. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to make some calls and see what can be used from this. Please, from I want to talk to the head of whoever of the ABC is right now. I don't know, they change a lot around here. Okay, well, I don't think I can get David Anderson on the line, but I'll see if I can get Jane Connors to come and speak to us okay. from editorial policies. How's and that sound? By the way, we're wide of that meeting, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, leaving aside the possible damage to your chest hairs from the sticky tape, you really shouldn't have done that. Mm. And the ABC does have a set of editorial policies, and policy five is called Fair and Honest Dealing. Yeah. And it's got a section which specifically says that secret recording devices or other forms of deception cannot be used without prior permission under certain conditions. So those conditions would be whether the information you're after was so genuinely in the public interest Mm -hmm. that we all had to hear it and you had no other way of getting it. Well, I think genuinely the public would need to find out whether this author exists or not. Maybe, yes, maybe under different circumstances, I could have asked them if I would be allowed to record them, but I was too afraid and I had shame within me to ask anyone for that information. Yeah, I don't know how we go on shame with the Ed Pulse, but you could also have got consent if you had promised that after you had done it, you would ask the person whom you'd secretly recorded for retrospective permission. Yeah to play it, but you still have to ask us beforehand in order that you can ask them retrospectively, if you get what I mean. (laughs) And then if the other condition is if the material you're getting is integral to an artistic work, Mm -hmm. then we could have given permission for it. So if you had come to us on any of these grounds, we probably would have said, you know, look, this is a bit marginal, but it's probably okay. But the fact that you didn't do it means you cannot use this recording. Okay. Am I in trouble? Mm, probably. Was this a bad use of government funding for my first project? Mm, possibly. Okay. <laughs> Am I still allowed to do the podcast? Of course you are. Okay. Will everyone find out about this? They will now. Okay. Will Charlie Pickering find out? <laughs> Charlie Pickering listens to everything. No. You... Fucking idiot. I feel like a little boy. <laughs> you just got in so much trouble. I'm in trouble. I got a new job and I got in trouble. <laughs> did you know, how did it feel getting scolded, by the way? It felt exhilarating. Yeah, there was a part of you that liked it. Yeah, I've never been in trouble before. But now you've got a taste for it. Yeah, well, uh, not really. I want to go about <laughs> things more legitimately now. I want to talk to a librarian. These are experts of research. Like I said, they know everything. They're the keepers of the chronicles, as I like to call them. So I've got a, a little phone call set up with one of the librarians at the State Library of Western Australia. That's Perth, the hometown of Todd Noy. So, Margaret, you're from the... 
you're from the State Library of Western Australia. I think you'll be able to help yes. me out with this dilemma that I'm in at the moment. I have discovered I this book called Drago on Mountains We Stand by Todd Noy. Okay. Well, yes, we can certainly look for it for you. We can check in our catalogue to see if we have it. Mm -hmm. uh, you also mentioned the author? Yeah, so the author, the his author? name is Todd Noy. Does that name ring a bell to you immediately at all? Not, not particularly, but that doesn't mean we don't have anything by him. I can certainly check our catalogue to see yeah. if we hold any books by him. Is he a West Australian author, did yeah. you say? Todd Noy was a Pulitzer Prize winning yeah. sports journalist and novelist from Perth, Western Australia. Right. He right. must be a local hero, I would say, in Perth, if I, if well, I were to guess. He's, unfortunately, he's not coming up on our list. He's not coming uh, up? I just tried under Noy because I didn't think there would be Multiple a lot. Noise. And there aren't a lot just with that particular spelling. Yeah. Um, so, no, he's not listed there, which is unusual, especially if he's a, a Pulitzer Prize winner. Yeah. But Could okay. I get you to look up some of his books? Maybe he writes underneath a yes, pseudonym of certainly. some kind. Um, so the book that I've got in my hands mm -hmm. right now, which is a physical book called Drago on Mountains We Stand by yes, Todd Moore. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to try that. You never know. He might've published under some other name or yeah. it might've been spelt slightly different. I'm just putting in Drago because I don't think there'll be a huge amount. All right. Drago on Mountains, you said. Drago colon, colon. on Mountains yep. We Stand. Okay. Just having a look. Oh, that's not coming up either. That's not coming up at all. I'm I have the actual no. book in front of me. Oh, if you have the copy in front of you, um, would you be able to provide me with the ISBN number? It should be on the back of the title page. Oh, back on the back of the title page. Yes, down the book. It's usually down the bottom on the back of the title page. Um, I don't have anything on there. Uh, usually, if an author publishes through a commercial publisher, yep. it will have an ISBN number. Yeah. So that is giving me a bit of a hint that maybe it was published a little bit less formally and not so much commercially. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So that might that might answer one of the questions as to why it's not coming up and like why it's a bit harder to find. Yeah. Uh, another way around we do sometimes is we have a look just generally on the internet to see if we can find it mm -hmm. and then find more information and, and come back and see. Yeah. But if it, if it had the words Drago and Mountains in the title, it would have come up. It would have come up. Can I ask you some catalog. of the other books that he's that we've got? Yeah, certainly. Yeah. So there's one from 1976. It's called Ochre Dyke, O-C-R-E-D-Y-K-E. Okay. Have a look. No, unfortunately, Nothing. that's not coming up either. This is from yes. 1980. The book is called House of Fuego. F-U-E-G-O. Mm. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's got he's, some great he certainly has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's got a thing going there with the rhyming <laughs> words in the title. Yeah. Uh, that's not there. I've got House of Fear. House of Fear. Mm. House of Fiction, House of Five, but House of Flowers, but no House of Fuego. No House of Fuego at all? No. Okay. No. I, I've got one more here in front of me. I've got... Yeah, um, let's go. The Alabaster Wars. 
Right. And the Alabaster Awards, from what I understand, is Mm -hmm. it's apparently either 4,000 pages long or 8,000 pages long, according to some comments that I've seen online. And there might only be a few copies out there in the world. (laughs) Sorry, 8,000 pages? Yeah. That's likely to be... I think that might be physically impossible. <laughs> really? Well, you know, one of those sort of like doorstop size books that you might use would probably be around 600 pages. So, oh, what? Um, 8,000 pages <laughs> would mean it would be as tall as the door. So, <laughs> Really? They, they might have made a mistake there. Maybe they put an extra zero on the end. 8,000 pages, so it's bigger than the phone book. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's be a lot bigger than the phone book. <laughs> That's okay. So <laughs> would you say that... A book of 8,000 pages is bigger than all of the Harry Potter novels combined? It'd be getting close, probably. What if I put because Lord of the Rings as well? Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter if combined. If you threw in Lord of the Rings, well, yeah, I, I don't know. Probably someone here could tell you exactly how many pages in Lord of the Rings, but not, not me, unfortunately. If I but, slip uh, the yeah, Hobbit in it, do you think we're over 8,000 <laughs> at that point? Could just push it over the edge. <laughs> What did you call it? The alabaster... Wars. I've got alabaster wolves. Alabaster wolves? alabaster bars. Yes. That was written by a Caitlin Keenan, and that's a graphic novel. It's a graphic novel. Is it, about is, a, a okay. teenage girl. And <laughs> It doesn't sound like an 8,000 page book, but it sounds right up my alley. No. <laughs> well, we've got that one. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll come over to <laughs> Perth and have a borrow. Yes. <laughs> Margaret, thank you so All much for right. helping me. Oh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. And you've obviously got a Greek name, have you? I do indeed. You, are you Greek? Uh, do you speak Greek? I do, now. Ah, Tikanis. Puli kala, Faristo. Tikanate. Kala, 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 Faristo. Kala. Endaxi, I have to go. Endaxi, okay. What the hell was that at the end? <laughs> Cameron, it's a common occurrence. If you see someone and you feel that they're Greek, you must connect with them on a Greek level. <laughs> I feel so, I feel so left out. Yeah, no one's ever gone. Now, James, that's a white surname. Yeah. Hello, uh, how are they you? They start singing songs <laughs> yeah. from the 1940s. <laughs> oh, beautiful baby. Hello, my baby. Hello, my baby. <laughs> wow, that was actually a beautiful insight into your your culture, and it's gorgeous. Well, I'm glad to share it with everyone here. But uh, honestly, I do feel, I do feel strange yeah. right now because calling the Library of Western Australia in the hometown of Todd Noy, I'll be honest, I didn't think I'd find everything there. Mm. But I did not expect to find absolutely nothing there. I the library was a place where I thought we would at least find a, a, like a solid link. Crazy. Even the book. Drago on Mountains We Stand that we know exists because it is in one of our hands right now, (laughs) that is not on the record at all either. What is next? Well, the next thing in this about the author Mm. bio is that Todd Noy was awarded an honorary degree from the University of New Delhi in 1984. Why don't we look that up? All that's coming up is University of Delhi that is in New Delhi. But it's called University of Delhi. Well, maybe it's a typo on uh, on the about the author. It's probably that. Maybe they have a list of graduates or alumni. All right. I'm going to call the University of Delhi, which is not the University of New Delhi, by the way. 
If we call the registrar, they'll be able to tell us if he's received any degree, honorary or otherwise. So we were just about to call the University of Delhi, but we forgot time differences were a thing that we have to deal with in this world. I didn't want to have to come in after hours, so I just called them from home. Mom? Are you using the phone? Can I make an international phone call to India? I'm sick of looking for this shit. We're never going to get through to anyone in India. So we waited on the phone for like half an hour trying to talk to the University of New Delhi registrar. No answer. They on to us. <laughs> no, they, there was no answer there. I've Googled it more. There's no University of New Delhi. The closest thing I can find is University of New York Delhi. <laughs> Which sounds is delicious. The, is that Sandwich University? I hope so. I'm trying to get an honorary degree from there. <laughs> I went to Sandwich Art School. Oh, okay. Subway. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so weirdly, this has all led to dead ends right now. Wait a minute. I do have a contact in Delhi. Huh? I've already spoken to her. You know what? I'm going to get back in touch with our fan fiction expert, Rukmini Pandey. Let's get her back on the line. Okay, why the hell not? Rukmini, thank you for talking to me again. I have missed you a little bit. Um, (laughs) Since we last spoke, our investigation has developed quite a bit. I have a few follow-up questions for you. First of all, as I told you, I've got my hands on a physical copy of this book There's no evidence that it exists online anywhere. Is it strange for fan fiction to be printed in hard copy? Uh, Well, a lot of fan fiction is, I mean, it used to be published in in zines and things, but Mm. nowadays, you know, almost all of it is published on, you know, internet platforms. So it's actually quite rare to find something as a standalone book. This is actually very cool to find a physical artifact like this. I want to read you a little bit from uh, the about the author section, okay? That's, yeah. how, that's how much effort they've gone to here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, is what, this is what Todd Noy says about himself, a Pulitzer Prize winning sports journalist okay. <laughs> from Perth, Western Australia. There's a few credits here for some magazines that he's written for, some previous books that he's written. Mm -hmm. And the final line here is that Todd Noy was awarded an honorary degree from the University of New Delhi in 1984. Oh, I see. How interesting. Now, let me ask you, (laughs) how how often do you see fan fiction writers create such a backstory for themselves? Very rarely. As I said, you know, now, especially since everything is hosted on online platforms, uh, you don't get this kind of identification. You know, somebody will just, you know, have a pseudonym and say, like, I'm into this text. Uh, and this is clearly at a different level <laughs> altogether. Yeah. Um, I mean, Todd Noy is saying that he has an honorary degree from the University of New Delhi. Whereabouts did you say you were calling from again today? <laughs> I mean, yes, Delhi. Wow. <laughs> which is, which is uh, I would guess this person would be Indian because that's a very specific reference to make of so course, uh, you know <laughs> todd noy was also uh, born in perth western australia didn't you study in perth western australia I did. Rukmini? 
I did. I did. <laughs> it's me. I, I knew it. I, I knew. I'm Todd Noy. You're Todd Noy. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this, it. I knew it was you from the moment I heard your voice. Your investigative journalism is <laughs> amazing. Yeah, thank you very much. I uh, I don't have a degree, but maybe I'll get an honorary one from the university you I, work you at. should. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. I, I, I may not actually, you know, since I was born in 1984, the timelines might not match up exactly. <laughs> I guess not. Before I let you go, Rukmini, I have two questions for you. First yes. question, can you confirm for me, is there a University of New Delhi? It's the, it's, it's the University of Delhi. Delhi. Uh, or, or Delhi University. But that no- would be, mm. but not the University of New Delhi. No, that's that doesn't exist. <laughs> okay. And does the University of Delhi often give out honorary degrees? Not a lot, but it does at times. But you would have to reach a certain level of, uh, you know, accomplishment <laughs> to to get uh, get an honorary degree. So Ted Noy would have to be a really good sports journalist, a really good sports journalist, a Ray Barone type. Uh, <laughs> my final question for you, Rukmini, and there's a little bit of story here now. Todd Noy is survived by his long-term partner, an English cellist named Elizabeth Harrington, mm-hmm. and his two sons, Marlon Noy and Quince Noy. My final question for you is, what do you think of the name Quince? Quince. I'm not, not a lot. <laughs> you don't like it? No, I mean it's it's fine as a name. I I just uh, I don't have anything. Bit of a boring name. <laughs> no, <Okay>. no. <laughs> if I wanted to find out who the real Todd Noy is, how do I do that? How am I going to track this guy down? It would it would have to be uh, you know through the fan networks. But of course, you know this came out so long ago. Is this like the only copy? Or I've seen like there are Goodreads. Uh, reviews of it so clearly people have been reading it mm. so i guess the met- the you know the modes of circulation i would think that this would be a relatively small community and considering it seems to be located uh, you know in perth which is of course again a small <laughs> Uh, you know, it's a, it's a small nerdy space. So, <laughs> you know, I would... There's not a lot of fanfic I, being written down the mines in Perth? <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's a lot of fanfic being written down the mines. It's, you know, the, there, are, there are not too many people uh, that, you know, would be interested yeah. uh, in it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you'd have a smaller pool to try and find who Tema is. Okay, thank you so much for talking to me again, Rukmini. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. All right, bye-bye. Thank you so much. <laughs> Rukmini admitted to being Todd Noy on the record. <laughs> Freaking serious. She was lying to you. <laughs> she, she was like flirting or something. No, Your very wasn't. charming voice Come on there. On. Just trying to please you and give you what you wanted. I thought it was a, a real lead and we could follow up on it. And, and you Cameron, know. your heart betrays you right now. <laughs> You've fallen in love. No, I haven't. Well, I don't know. It's... It's complicated. Listen, that she's just mucking around. There are now people out there pretending to be freaking Todd Noy, trying to divert our our serious investigation. Okay, if you're such a good detective, why don't we dig a little deeper? We've okay. called the library. No luck. Uh-huh. The next step is to pull out the phone book. 
Okay. Do you know what that is? <laughs> yes, I know what a phone book is. I'm a little younger. glazed over. Well, I don't know how to use one. <laughs> I know what it is, <laughs> but what do you just do? It's alphabetical. We go to N. We look up the surname Noi. Okay. We find a Noi in Perth. Yes. Surely there's some noise in Perth if that's where he lives. Okay. Possibly even an M or a Q Noi, short for Marlin or Quince. Quince. <laughs> and we call and we try to get in touch with these noise. All right. Let's get started. All right. Mm-hmm. Are you nervous? Cameron, James, I'm so nervous. <laughs> I feel weird. Don't freak out. Just calm down. I feel like I'm literally about to make a prank call. I've never, I never did a prank call in high school. And I feel like I should have done it to prepare. This isn't a prank call. This is okay. you finding Noi. Now, we found our first Noi in the phone book. Yep. It's a T Noi. Yeah. Are you ready to dial? All right. Yes. Hello, Tony. Hi, is that Tony Noy? Yeah, mate. Hi, my name's Alexi. I'm calling from the ABC in Sydney. Uh, we we discovered this Australian author who lived in Perth, Western Australia. His name is Todd Noy. Do you have you? Are you related to him? Do you have any idea who he is? No, never heard of him. Uh, are you no. related to many other Noys in Australia? Oh, there's a few up here. Yeah. In anyone in Perth? No, no one over in Western Australia. No one in Western Australia. Have you ever heard of a Marlin Noy? No. A Quince Noy? No. <laughs> are they all from over there? Are they're they? all from over there. We're trying to find any information about them. And oh, yeah, no. No idea from over there. The ones I know are all in central Queensland. Central Queensland. All right. Yeah. Do you think the name Quince is funny? Yeah, it's a bit ordinary, isn't it? <laughs> I've laughed every time I've read his name and I can't help it. And I'm glad that even another Noi thinks it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Okay, mate. See you, right? Thanks, Tony. The party you are trying to reach is not available to take your call. Hello? Hi, is uh, your surname Noi? Yes. Um, my name is Alexi. I'm with the <laughs> with the ABC, and uh, we're making a podcast documentary about an author called Todd Noi, and we can't find any information about them. Um, do you mind if we have a quick chat with you? Yeah, as long as it's quick. Yeah, be very quick. Um, have you ever heard of an author called Todd Noi? No, no, not at all. Do you have any authors in your Noi family? No, no. My husband is the only member of his family left, and he is 90 years of age. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, do you Have you ever seen the movie Rocky IV with Sylvester Stallone? No, don't like those movies. <laughs> what movies do you like? I like nice, pleasant movies without all this, you know, um, badness in it. Yeah, I like those too. No, I don't like violent movies. Yeah. Anything about animals or musical or any of those sorts of things. Like Singing in the Rain? Oh, yeah, I've seen that years ago. Yeah, that's one of my favourite movies. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? They can't make movies like that now. What was your husband's name? Max. Max. Not Todd? No, not Todd. No, I don't know any Todd. No worries. You only know uh, my hairdresser's called Todd. 
<laughs> That's fabulous. Do you know if he has any relatives in Western Australia? No, no, I've got no relatives anywhere now. All okay. I've got is my husband by that name and my two sons. Do you know where the Noy name comes from? No. Okay. I'll ask Max. Max, where does your name come from? Noy. Got no idea, and he's only ninety, so we will never know now. We'll never. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thanks for letting us talk to you. It's okay. Pleasure. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Say hi to Max. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. That was. We've had no luck calling random noise in the phone book. Who would have thought? Yeah, we would have thought that would have worked out. <laughs> we would have thought that that would be difficult. Imagine if we call up no- T Noy episode three and it's Todd Noy. Epi- podcast over, done. Um, but we did get some good advice from Rukamini earlier to reach out to the fan community if we want to get in touch with Todd Noy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why don't we just pull the pin on that? We've got to do it. Well, we've put this off for as long as we possibly can. This is where things start to take a turn for the strange for me, where we start to go into darker uncharted waters cameron i don't know if you remember this but when we first recorded the blank slate movie podcast episode 60 i believe it was about rocky 4 where i first uncovered and started pulling at that little thread when we released that episode we got heaps of strange comments Mm. when we posted pictures of the book yeah let's listen to some of those now When I was travelling in northern Mexico quite some years ago... I met a man on a campsite in South Wales in 2006. A strange man offered to sell me a charcoal sketch that he claimed was a true likeness of the Noi. He claimed that Noi had changed his life. He said that Drago contained a message that Noi had hidden in the text. He wouldn't share any more, but his parting words were... Follow the alabaster. I I didn't have enough pesos to buy it, and it remained a source of regret and mystery ever since. In South Africa, we get told if we don't eat our greens, we'll disappear like Noi. I heard that the Alabaster Wars is over 8,000 pages, with only one surviving copy held in the Noi vault. I didn't know what he meant at the time, but I trusted him as his level of hygiene was one of the highest I'd ever encountered. The Noi estate is planning a huge restoration project. project. I was in the Caribbean, suffering from a respiratory ailment in 2009. None of the local GPs or specialists were able to assist in relieving any of my symptoms. Whilst having a supreme thoracic racking coughing fit, a vibrant raster walked past with a 20-year-old spring in a sept-decade wizened frame. He stopped and watched me until I was spent with mucus and sputum. I looked up, bleary gazed, and our spirits locked. He reached into his bag and produced a red blazoned book which he placed in my hand. Heal within. within. Be Be your your Drago. Drago. This is my fave thing you Slaters have talked about. Could this be Could the this same noise? The same noise? I assumed he was nutty as a squirrel turd at the time, but the encounter has always made me wonder. I looked down, and the literature of Todd Noy was before me. I read it from cover to cover on that beach in Antigua, Barbuda. I stood upon completion, breathed deep, and was reborn. Now I have even begun to look somewhat like him. And I get called by his name at the boxing gym where I train. I now Google search his name once a week in the hope that I find answers to my curiosity. 
I found this podcast two days ago and it felt like it was the beginning. I believe the power of the mountains upon which we stand is greater than we can conceive. My dad always used to boast that he was harder than Noi, and he always kept a copy of On the Mountains We Stand by his bed that nobody else was allowed to touch. So they're absolutely... They're insane. They're absolutely insane. They sound like that Goodreads review. Yeah, it's like Swift style. It's like Charla vibes. (laughs) It's all Peruvian Charla vibes. (laughs) People are finding the book in the Caribbean. People are dusting it out of sand. People have got respiratory problems (laughs) reading this book. It is is too much. And it It all came out of the blue from memory. They all came one after the other and it was like... It just exploded. We both kind of freaked out. I don't think we responded to or liked any of those. (laughs) We did not like a single one of those comments because (laughs) the story was too much for us at the time. That was like three years ago. It's taken us three years to get to this point where we feel comfortable enough to dive deep with government (laughs) money and make this project. And now it's... I still feel weird about seeing those comments. That's not all I received. There were people that reached out to me more directly because they knew that I found the book. They knew that I was kind of obsessed with the book. Someone reached out to me via email. I ignored it because I wasn't ready. Then they sent me a direct message on Facebook and they sent me a friend request. Their name is David. The entire message said, we need to talk about Noi. Hmm. That's all it said. That's all it said. We need to talk about Noi. So, does this person know who Todd Noi is? You're about to find out. I had a Skype conversation with David. (gasps) Oh, my goodness. Hey, man. How's it going? I'm good, David. How are you? Ah, very well, thanks. That was round three of Finding Drago. This series is produced by me, Alexi Toliopoulos. Presented and created by me and Cameron James, this episode featured the voices of Angela Voipier, Bryce Halliday, Anna Bronowski and Ben Russell. Our theme music is by Luca Baroni-Peters. Production and sound engineering by Bryce Halliday. Our consulting producer is Anna Bronowski. And our executive producer is Tom Wright. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app. Quince. Marlon and Quince.